0: Don was growing tired of the Fat Sizzler diet and workout plan. The fitness journal was a bore. It felt like homework half the time, and being that Don didn't really have much to enter made it all the more depressing.
1: The meal plan was kind of ridiculous. On my first night, I overcooked the scallops. They were like rubber bullets, chewy and bland, no matter how much oil and seasoning I drowned them in. Ugh, yeah. Gordon Ramsay, if you're listening, I'm sorry. What did the scallop ever do to
0: you? Do you know how to cook a scallop? I wouldn't feed this to my dog and he eats his own shit, yeah? Tell Table 7 they're going to need a sick bag. Don promptly threw the meal in the trash
1: and ordered a pizza. My grocery costs were going through the roof. I still hadn't received Caroline's life insurance money, and frankly, I was worried that her sister Sarah would get her hands on it. I probably got a nicer place than I should have in West Hollywood. Yeah, I sold the Caroline house and netted a few bucks. But don't forget, I hadn't worked in years. So is this Jerry Granite guy a gourmet chef or a workout coach? Cornish game hand over sautéed vegetables? Lobster frittata? I mean, what the
0: fuck? Don spent so many hours in the kitchen, he hardly had any time for roughnecks. In addition to the meal plan atrocities, he didn't much like the cardio part. For some reason, every time he started walking on a treadmill, visions of Sneaky Viper came flashing in his mind, the 1989 action sci-fi movie where the hero, played by Andreas Ebner, gets sucked into the monster's mouth on a treadmill-like tongue.
1: And Caroline was the monster. I had this reoccurring dream where I got sucked in like that and she ate me whole over and over again. I guess I was more than you could swallow.
0: And that's for not saying grace before you were about to eat me.
2: Shame on you. Sneaky Viper, tame him, now on video.
0: The Fat Sizzler was all cardio and cardio wasn't Don's thing. So it wasn't long after that Jerry Granite and his fat sizzler finally ended up where it belonged, underneath the leg of his kitchen table that wobbled. Don had started hanging out with Meathead slash Scooter, both in and out of the gym. One day, when they were maxing their pump at Roughnecks, they started talking about expediting the weight loss process.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm doing my best, but a couple stalks of asparagus and a piece of fish aren't enough to really satisfy me.
0: I hear you brother. Sometimes you gotta take alternative measures. See Wally over there? Six pack abs that could shred a block of cheddar faster than an iron chef. You could drive a Buick over those abs. You know how we did it? Good old fashioned ebony and ivory. He was mixing coke and H and got the levels just right. All the energy and none of the cravings. Now he's clean
1: as a whistle. Just needed a little jump start. Cocaine and heroin? Holy shit. I never even thought of that for weight loss.
0: A mind is like a parachute, Donnie boy. Doesn't work if it's not open. Frank Zappa said that. So keep an open mind, why don't you? That's deep, Scooter. How about Kenji-san over there? He was about to commit jizatsu, kill himself, you know? He came here from Japan, got all bloated up on Taco Bell, whatchamacallits, Cheez-Its, and Budweiser. Was too embarrassed to show his folks back home what their only son had become. You think he turned it around? Got a rockin' bod like that by eating asparagus? Hell no! I did what he had to do. I'm talking bulimia, starvation, and appetite suppressants.
1: Fuck me. He does look good, though. Are you kidding me? He looks great. A weekly visit to Dr. Scooter's locker keeps him in line. And what about you, Scoot? You're not looking so bad yourself. What worked for you?
0: Scooter smiles and gives a chuckle. This bod right here? Scooter runs his hands down his abs. Is my test lab. Tried a little bit of everything. Uppers, downers, crank, saddle monkeys. The appetite suppressants and amphetamines are my bread and butter. But I'm always looking for new treatments.
1: Which leads me to you, Don. Shit. Should I be worried? In my marriage, my mind was like the test lab. I'm not sure I want to do that to my body now.
0: Scooter confidently shakes his head. No tests here. What I got for you is totally legit. You can get it from an Ivy League doc in a clinic if you want. Or you can save yourself the headaches and get it from your old pal Scoot.
1: I followed Scooter to the locker room where he revealed a new kit with a combination of two drugs. That he said could help me lose the gut and shed the baby fat. Something called FenFen. Fen.
0: For Don and many Americans, pills didn't immediately come to mind when they thought of ways to lose weight. The amphetamine diet drugs of the 1960s were long gone, but the stigma remained. You would likely lose weight, but sleep as well, and possibly your sanity. We're talking amphetamines, after all. However, when Dr. Michael Weintraub decided to combine fenfluramine, an appetite suppressant, and phentermine, a type of amphetamine, fenfen was essentially born, and in 92, when a study was finally published, the public immediately took notice.
1: You see, in the early 90s, The new term Body Mass Index gave people an awful fright. The National Institute of Health concluded that a third of America was overweight. Greasy double cheeseburgers, cool and creamy chocolate milkshakes, donuts, candy bars, and fountain sodas bring calories upon us. And like the saying goes, once on the lips, forever on the hips. So America needed a way to lose weight, ideally with little effort and without taking away the precious oasis of junk food they uh, heavily relied upon.
0: Although fenfen didn't take away their junk food oasis, it stopped them from craving it in the first place. The fen increased patient levels of serotonin, which made people feel full with much less food. But with only the first Fen, those who took it didn't feel all that good. They were moody and often drowsy. Add another fen to that fen and it would even you out, leaving you feeling great. So Don, along with many others, thought he'd found the perfect sherpa to help him on his weight loss journey up that mountain. And okay, maybe Scooter wasn't a doc in a white coat, but there were thousands of MDs around the country prescribing it. It must be safe, right? Don went home with the fen Scooter gave him, undecided as to whether or not he should actually take it. A few days passed, he spent half the time in the gym, half at home, and half on Scooter's couch, watching whatever game was on. You should understand by now, at least in Don's mind, he always gave 150%. Today, Don's leaving Roughnecks after a successful workout. He's starting to make progress, getting familiar with the flow of the gym, and comfortable with the machines. Scooter has been helpful as well in showing him a few key weight exercises to really make his muscles pop, the Ebner press being a roughneck standard.
1: The Ebner press is a variation of the overhead press, which hits on all three portions of the shoulder at once. It requires a twist of the palms mid motion, bringing the weights completely overhead at the finish. It was invented by none other than six time Mr. Olympia winner, the great, the powerful Andreas Ebner. Oh yeah,
0: I'm always rocking the Ebner press. It's good for the ladies, gives them something to hold on to. (laughs) Actually, I was doing it long before Arnold. He got it from me, back when he was just a little guy.
1: Be sure to catch Andreas Ebner in his latest Paramount picture release, Road to Juarez. Maybe
0: we'll never have that little house in Cape Cod, but we'll always have the Road to Juarez. Don agreed to wait for Scooter outside after their pump session. He's leaning on the hood of Scooter's car, about to pop his first fen-fen, when Scooter shows up breathing heavily. Don! Don, do me a favor, will you, man?
1: Uh, sure, Scoot, anything.
0: Get in, brother!
1: Scooter throws his leather bag inside the car. Is everything alright?
0: Oh, we're just peaches. Fucking rose petals and shit. Two buff guys come running out of roughnecks. They spot Scooter and approach the car.
2: Hey, there you are. So you think you can sell us some phony-ass stackers? Think we wouldn't notice? What seems to be the problem, gentlemen? The problem? What do you think? You said your gym candy was top-notch. Best shit in town. Practically guaranteed we win, Mr. California. Me and Bow Wow came in dead last. Yeah, we barely
0: even placed. Listen, guys, what I'm selling is legit, 100% pure. Ask around. I wouldn't be able to show my face in Roughnecks if I was peddling fake shit. Could it be that maybe you guys didn't work hard enough? I saw you training with Daniel the Dog Kelly. That was mistake number one. He's been washed up for years. Are you saying we don't pump? We pump it hard. Hey, hold on a minute. No need to make this a sausage party. Just take it easy. We want a refund. Refund? Sorry, guys. I don't do refunds. I got a business to run here. Can I make a simple observation? This is just a bit of tax-free advice, okay? A leg day wouldn't hurt now and then. It's all about proportion. That's it? You gonna hide in your car?
1: The swollen freaks tried opening the door, but I hit the locks just in time. Scooter floored it, and we went blazing out of that parking lot, knocking over a couple of trash cans from the Chinese restaurant next door.
0: <laughs> Woo! Fuck those donkeys. There's a lesson here, Don. It takes more than a couple bumpers in the vein to get jacked. You got to put in the time. Scooter sees the pills in Don's hand. Oh boy. I see you're about to get on that Fenfen train. Do it my friend, the gift that keeps on giving. Think of Fenfen as a little engine that could, and boy could it help you lose weight that is. And when something works so well, it becomes widely available quickly. Doctors often need to supplement their income, and believe it or not, some doctors devoted their entire practices to supplying FenFen. One such doc was the self titled father of FenFen, Dr. Peter Hitzig. He prescribed the drug to thousands of patients he'd never even met. Much of his practice was via a new technology, the internet, or by telephone. His treatment costed $1,154 and basically all patients needed was a desire to lose weight.
1: For the 5,000 to 7,000 patients across the country who followed his treatment plan, Dr. Hitzig said the results were remarkable. They lost weight quickly, some more than 100 pounds in two months. Later, on trial in US District Court, he choked up describing the treatment. The effect of the fen-fen was very real, he said. This was one very sick puppy that got well, and that was basically all the information people had at the time, doctors included. So how could I say no? How could I resist this miracle elixir? Didn't I want to lose weight? Didn't I want to look good for the ladies?
0: After Don and Scooter's hasty exit from Roughnecks, they made their way across town to an all-you-can-eat Mexican buffet, Enchiladas Galore, recommended by Kenji-san at the gym. Scooter never seemed to be focused on the road. As he drove, he flipped through a muscle and fitness magazine and searched for a dropped Andy's Mint underneath his seat. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's probably nothing. It might be cancer. What? Cancer? Look, today it's a mole. Tomorrow it might be the thing that kills you. You just never know. You ever hear of Frank Hayes?
1: Isn't he a, a baseball player or something?
0: Frank Hayes. He was a jockey way back in the 20s. Rode a horse named Sweet Kiss. So one day... Old Frankie boy, he was 35 years old. He's flying, passing the competition left and right. Then, out of nowhere, bam! Suffers a heart attack in the middle of a race.
2: No, 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 whoa! whoa.
0: Went limp on his horse. Sweet Kiss ran it out and beat all the others. Frank won his first and only race while dead with the horse carrying him all the way across the finish line. Holy shit. Everybody lives the same basic life, but they're all completely different. Like, you ever see a set of really ugly twins? Just then, a small dog runs in front of their car. (laughs) Whoa, Scoot! Ah! Scooter swerves to try to miss it, but ends up hitting the back legs of the dog, which twists him around and throws him to the ground. Fuck! Not again! Scooter parks on the side of the road, looking back in his rearview mirror to see the dog barely moving on the street behind him.
1: You are right there? Wait! What do you mean? Not again. You hit a dog before? Donnie boy! I hit this dog before!
0: What? It's my ex's dog. That little sack of shit's one of the reasons she broke it off. She's gonna think I did it on purpose.
1: Okay, okay, take it easy. I'll vouch for you. That dog came out of
0: nowhere. A small Chinese woman comes running out into the street screaming.
2: Lola! Lola!
0: She turns to see Scooter and Don in the car. Scooter? Is that you? You fat orange chicken! Fuck! Phew, that was a close one. That chick is a ball of fire, Donny. Like whips, chains, and everything else. You let her whip you? It's all part of the tapestry of life, my boy. You wanna grab some baklava? Fuck, man. I hope that dog's okay. Oh, he's alright. That thing is indestructible. Fell off the roof once. Popped
1: up again like it was nothing. How did he get on the... I stopped myself mid-sentence. Leave it alone, buddy, I thought. Don't go there. Scooter's one of those guys. He could walk into the grocery store to buy a loaf of bread, and by the time he leaves, he'll have a crazy story to tell. He's a lightning rod, and the weirdos just gravitate towards him. I guess that was a turning point for me when he hit that dog. I thought, this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And it might just be the thing that kills me.
0: Don! Don, you still with me? You spaced out there for a second. So, baklava? Then, how about we see if they filled that peephole in the locker room over at the curl? Scooter raises his eyebrows a couple of times and smiles. Huh?
2: Yeah, this is Don. Mr. Madison, I'm calling from Blessed Rock Insurance. We just wanted to let you know that despite Mrs. Sarah's numerous attempts to have your claim blocked, we are awarding your wife's full policy. Yes! That's right. And if you could please tell Miss Sarah to stop calling us. Because at Blessed Rock, our vow to the customer is a sacred one. And that's a bond we would never break. Although, I don't think you'll have much luck with her. Such an ill-tempered woman. That she is. The apple pie was delicious. Good day to you. And to you. Hell yeah! Is that okay, or do I need to start from the beginning? Uh-huh. I'll just start from the beginning. <laughs> gefilte fish on what? I want my gefilte fish.